Welcome back. Welcome to Altamont Community High School here for tonight's opening contest of the boys' basketball season. And it is between the Altamont Indians and the Neonacomas Redskins. And I am Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here calling all the action tonight here on 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FM Radio app as well. Tonight's the uh, first boys basketball broadcast of the season, and it's uh, between two teams that are fairly familiar with each other. And uh, Altamont, last season, they were a great year, historic season for the Indians as uh, they were 29-5 and on the year, and Nokomis was 27-7. and And these two teams are very familiar with each other because, well, Altamont ended Nokomis' season last year, and Altamont actually beat them twice that year as earlier, I guess, in 2023. And it was Altamont winning on uh, the regular season matchup 53-49. And then in the regional championship game, Altamont won 59-37 against Nokomis there about 20-some days later. So very familiar teams, but they look a little bit differently, both squads do this season. So uh, it's opening night here, and uh, that should be a, a good matchup that we're in store for. Yeah, definitely should be a great matchup we're, we're in store for uh, here tonight. Uh, like you said, Travis's team, two teams know know each other very well, but uh, definitely a lot of differences from uh, this year from, from last year. I know Alamo obviously graduated the uh, seven, seven seniors, and uh, I'm not sure how many seniors in Comas graduated, but uh, looks like they're uh, looks like they got a bunch of seniors on their team this year. One, two, three, four, five. Looks like they got six seniors this year. Does the Comas? So I'm sure they're back and they'll be back and uh, ready ready to play after Alamon beat beat it beat twice, beat twice both times at the Comas. You know, like you said, once in the regional championship and once in the regular season. So they're probably looking to get get some revenge here bench here tonight and uh i know this, this alamont team here is probably looking to uh you know make make their make their own story you know after they had such you know best season in school history last year 29 and 5 and uh you know alamont only lost only lost uh, you know two games to one eight one eight school last year that was lost twice to tuscola and uh i know uh coach uh jordan cool the jv coach said uh JV, JV team, which most of these guys were on JV team last year. They only had one loss as far as the JV season goes. Um, so, like I said, there, there's, uh, there, there's uh, a lot of players that didn't, didn't uh, necessarily get some varsity time last year. And then we do have a lot of players that did get some, uh, some varsity time as well. So, uh, I think there, I think there'll be a nice, a nice mix of, uh, of those players and they, they won't be short of, uh, Sort, sort of any uh, leadership or anything like that. So I think uh, I think they'll I think they'll be good to go. Um, might might be some might be some early uh, early hitters maybe, but uh, other than that, I think I think they're they're ready to go, ready to get the season started. A couple of players that were back from the last year's squad that played significant minutes. Dylan Elam is uh, going to be back this year, as well as Kaden Miller. He came off the bench uh, quite a bit. Uh, he's going to have to step into a bigger role. And then Eli Miller as well played later in the season, and he's going to have a bigger role here. And that's going to – what has so much hype and what's so much excitement for this year's squad is that they may not know the names on the outside, but on the inside, you know, when you come here before the varsity games, that the JV games haven't been close because junior varsity just keeps winning. And so you hopefully that translates to varsity success, and that's what hopefully Altamont is ready for here 
and uh, they were victorious in the JV game earlier, 55 to 54 was the final score, and that was a little, of course, a little bit deceiving. Nokomis really kind of came back there later in the game and made it a little bit closer, but uh, still came out with a victory in the JV. So hopefully that will translate into varsity success, and we're about ready for the national anthem. So we'll step away for the national anthem in the starting lineup. So this game here between Altamont and Nokomis from the season opener, and we'll be right back in a few moments after the anthem, and the national anthem is going to be brought to you by Teamy Ernst's agency, and we'll be back. You're listening out to my Indians basketball. I'm Jack Evan. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. As it is uh, the first contest of the year for the Altamont boys. As it is Altamont versus Nokomis this evening here. And they were honoring Peyton Ocena there for accomplishments in a volleyball right there here before the game. And uh, the uh, Lady Indians were victorious earlier on today against Flora as the second game of the day here on Jack FM. And we're in set for the season opener for the boys here this evening. And so uh, the action is going on all around the area as well. We'll try to get you up to date from some Thanksgiving tournaments going on from around the area. As basketball is starting to get in full swing. Hard to believe that I already had five games under the Lady Indians belt. And uh, now here with Altamont not participating in a Thanksgiving tournament, this is only their first game of the season. No, it is. It is hard to believe. Most most of your uh, boys' teams are in some sort of Thanksgiving tournament. They uh, usually played at least uh, two two games by two games by by today. Usually they're fighting their third one, but um, 
Alamont has not been in the Thanksgiving tournament, uh, at least since I've covered them here on the radio station. So uh, it's their first game tonight, and they're uh, playing playing an old old foe in the Comas who knows them knows them very well. And uh, yeah, it's hard to hard to believe, like you said, five games for the girls, only one game, you know, first game for the boys. So that's the way it shakes up. So shakes out. So the starting lineup here are for Nicomas, and uh, they are coached by Dan DeWerp. As they're going to start off, number 11, St. Newman, he's a 5'10 senior. Number 15, Amatic Times, he's a 5'10 senior. And where's number 15? Number 21, Kennedy DeWerp, he's a 6'1 senior. And number 23, Brody Steele, he's a 6'0 senior. And number 45, Drake Taylor, he's a 6'3 junior. As for the Altamont Indians, they're starting five. Looks like this. Number one, Alec Yarhouse. He's a 5'10", senior. Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a 6'0", senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam. He is a 6'4", senior. Number 24, Ada McManaway. is a 6'3", senior. And a number 42, a Caden Miller. And he's a 6'5", senior. Again, Yarhouse, Eli Miller, Dylan Elam, McManaway, Caden Miller. The start at 5 for Altamont. They will be the home team here tonight on their home floor wearing their traditional white uniforms, black numbers, orange trim, and Nekomis got the all-black uniforms on with red numbers and a white trim for them. So thanks for joining us, however you are doing so, and we're also on the stream as well over here at Altamont Community High School on Huddle. So great to be here on that for the first boys broadcast of the season as well. Hopefully you're watching at home. It's going to be Kata Miller. He's going to be going up against Drake Taylor to tip off the season opener here tonight between Altamont and Nokomis. And the new season is underway. That would be Nokomis starting off with the basketball. It'll be on left to right on your radio dial here from our broadcast position. It's going to be Himes starting off with the basketball. And immediately it's knocked away by Altamont diving on the floor for it. And McManaway is going to come away from the crowd. And there's going to be a jump ball, hell ball, alternate possession arrow. Will give it over to Altamont. So a quick action early here on the defensive end. Yeah, that was a nice job there by uh, by Altamont. By uh, McManaway was trying to steal that ball away. McManaway has the ball. He's trapped here. He has to get it away, and his tip finally finds Alec Yarhouse, and he gets it over in the corner to Eli Miller. They'll swing it over to Elam. Elam has it here on the left side. Elam is swinging, trying to get in position, and there's going to be a foul on Nicomis. Reaching in there was Newman. His first, team's first early on. And so Eli Miller will inbound just in front of the Nokomis bench. Get it into McManaway. Over to Eli. Eli now to McManaway at the top of the key. Is it over to uh, Eli. Now over to Kata Miller. He'll drive baseline and he'll dish off the yard house. Extra pass to McManaway. McManaway gets inside, puts up the shot. No, but he is going to go to the free throw line for two shots as he was fouled in the act of shooting. So it'll be Ada McManaway going to the line here. Fouls on uh, number 23, Brody Steele, his first, uh, two seconds. And uh, so McManaway will try to look for the first point of the contest. And McManaway will go through his routine. Shot up is good. First point on the board for the new season. And it goes to Ada McManaway on the free throw. It's one nothing. 
Manaway is the second free throw. On to the way. It is good. A couple bounces and through. And it's 2 nothing out to mind, those two free throws by McManaway. McComas bringing up the basketball. Full court pressure by Altamont. As it's going to be a tip by McManaway here in the backcourt. Look at this guy going all over the place. And it's going to be a held ball. And a jump ball, alternate possession, and it will give it to McComas. But McManaway just all over the place, not allowing McComas to get up the floor. No, he's not. He's playing, playing some great defense so far. And they'll get it in. McManaway nearly knocks it away again. But Newman has the basketball. He'll hand it off to Himes. They're going to go the other way. It's knocked away by Eli Miller. And uh, it's going to be out of bounds. It stays right here with McComas. But Redskins having difficulty giving it across half court. They are. Calvin's playing excellent, excellent defense. You know, all, all around by McManaway and Miller almost almost had that stolen away there. Finally, Nakomis gets it across half court. Wouldn't expect anything less from a good defensive club from uh, John Niebergi. No. Led a ball club. Uh, it's going to be up top there, Steele. And there's going to be a, a foul on Altamont trying to reach in there. They're going to go on Elam. And Nakomis gets it in here, and in between the circles is Himes. Himes has the basketball, trying to dribble around McManaway. Picked it up, looking for someone to pass to, and it's a wayward pass, and it's been stolen away by Yarhouse. Up to McManaway. McManaway with the top layup is good. And McManaway's got four. It's four nothing. Nice job there by uh, Yarhouse to get the steal and pass it on up to McManaway. And Coach DeWerver is going to call a timeout. So difficult to get it across half court here. And Coach DeWerver wants to talk about it. So we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening out to Miami basketball on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It's 4 nothing. Altamont with the lead. Coach Dwarf had to call a timeout and talk about just to get it across half court for the Redskins against this tough Altamont D. They get it in the post and it's stolen away by Yarhouse. Miller turnover for Nakomis quickly the other way. Eli Miller, no, but Elam there with a follow. Dylan Elam for two points. It's 6 nothing out the bottom. As Newman trying to get it across half court, he does. And then Newman at the volleyball line here, trying to cross over Yarhouse. He picks it up after losing the dribble. Cross-court pass is picked off by McManaway. McManaway over to Yarhouse. Layup is no good. Oh, man. Yarhouse isn't going to go to the line for two shots. So Alec will go to the free throw line for the first time tonight. Foul trouble for a steal here. That's his, that's his second. So yeah, a little bit. 
a little bit early on here. Reinforcements coming from the bench. Alex free throw is up and it's no good. Still six nothing out from five nineteen to go in the opening quarter. And Steele will have to take a seat with those two fouls. And Atticus Bartello will come in for Nick Omis. Yarhouse second free throw is good. So one for two there for Yarhouse. It's seven nothing out tomorrow. Newman gives it off to Bartolos. Now they get it across half court. And nearly poked away from behind by McManaway, but they get it over in the corner to uh, Taylor. And uh, there's going to be a reach-in on the Indians. Welcome, Caden Miller, his first team second. So it'll be Nakomis inbounding underneath their own basket. Uh, it looks like uh, that time is going to be the one taking it out. Try to get it in. It was tipped, and it's going to be a mid-range jumper. It's off. No good. Rebounded by Eli Miller. And there's going to be another Nakomis foul trying to reach in on Eli there. Team fourth, so uh, fouls really piling up here for the Redskins in the early going. CR has the first for the work. And Elam having a little difficulty. Spins around Eli up to Kata Miller. Drives baseline. He's double teamed. Passes out of the Demon Man away over to Yarhouse in the corner for three. No good. Tipped down by Eli and Newman. It's going to stay off of Eli Miller. And so it'll be Nakomis basketball. That was the first three-pointer attempt of the night by, uh, by either team. And so it'll be the worst taking it out for Nakomis. High pass, but they do get it in there to Jones. As Nicomas gets it across the timeline, they dump it down low to Bartolos. And it'll be a touch pass back to Himes. And Himes will dribble it back out. Actually, that's Dwarf. Dwarf over to a Newman. Newman, runner, off, no good. Rebounded by McManaway. McManaway quickly up to Elam. Elam trying to maintain the dribble. Gets it over to Yarhouse. He's open for three. No good, but Kaden Miller's there for the board. And he gets it back out to Eli Miller. Now Yarhouse swinging things here on the perimeter in the corner for three for Elam. No, but Eli Miller skies it for the rebound. Yarhouse with the ball now. Back over to Elam on the left side. And McManaway up top. In the middle of two, Elam had it taken away and stolen away by Nakomis. That's Alamont's first turnover of the night. Nakomis has four. Right in the hands of Bertello. Jones bringing it up the floor of floor. Nakomis, high pass and stolen away by Eli Miller. Here he comes running the other way. Let's go! Count the basket and the foul for Eli Miller. And he's going to go to the free throw line for the end one. Be, that's like a, that should be like a triple play, like having baseball. Steal the basket and the foul, you know. But great, great job, nonetheless, by, uh, by Eli Miller. Right on the floor for Eli, and it's 9-0 Altamont. First subs coming in for the Indians. Kata Miller and Elam will check out. And it looks like we got Ben Radel checking in. And also we have Caden Davis coming in as well. As Eli looking for the and one free throw, he's got it. First three points for Eli. 
is 10 to nothing out to mom. Dwarf with the basketball here on the right side, on the left side. And he's going to be guarded by Davis. And a dribble to his left. He gets free for a moment, but as they try to dump it in the post, and high pass is also off on the shot. And it's going to be a loose ball out of bounds to stays right here with Nick Omis. And Nick Omis will take it out just to the left of the basket. They do get it in to Bartolo, Bartolono. And it's Jones over in the corner. And a dribble with the runner. Left it short. Tipped around. Still fighting for the basketball. And it's blocked there. And it's going to be out of bounds to Altamont as they say Nakoma's touched it last. Quick breather for Caden Miller as he's going to check back in. And Yarhouse is going to take a seat. 2.55 to go here in the opening quarter. Nakoma's still nothing on the scoreboard. Yeah, Altamont just all over the place defensively and causing five turnovers and just everywhere. Up to Caden Miller. It's good. A layup for Caden. And it's 12 nothing. And Coach Dorf wants a timeout. Trailing 12 nothing here with 2.42 to go in the opening quarter. And we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. And you're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. What a start here for the Indians. 12 to nothing lead already. And Coach DeWarf has already burned two timeouts here. Yeah, two times out in the first quarter. That's, uh, that's unheard of, but definitely necessary as the opponents is down 12 to nothing. Himes, they get to into the front court, and they get over to Dwarf. Dwarf down low, or at least tried to, and it was tipped out. And now the Redskins will reset. That's Jones with the basketball. They get over there on the right side. That's Dwarf. And there's going to be a travel or a double dribble. Either way, it's a turnover. Back to Altamont. Turnover number six for Nicomas. And St. Newman comes back in for Nicomas. As we're coming up on the two-minute mark here in the opening quarter, Nicomas still hasn't got anything on the board, and Altamont's got 12. They get it up to Kata Miller, and it goes in and out of his hands. So a rare turnover in the first quarter for the Indians, and they'll give it back to Nicomas. Altamont's second turnover. And it's going to be Newman with the basketball. He gets it across half court, dribbling around Davis. And a mid-range jumper is off. No good and rebounded by Radel. Elam bringing it up. Goes past the defense. Lefty layup is good for Dylan Elam. His second basket, and it's 14-0. Take it over to Jones. Jones dribbling it in the corner now. Dribbles it at the back of the top of the circle. McManway all over him. Puts it away from behind. 
and it goes out of bounds, and it stays right here with McComas, though. With Manaway, he's just, he's been everywhere. He's been every, all, over, all over the floor, you know, just knocking balls, scrapping, going going after everything. I mean, that's amazing. He, he could be on one end of the floor, Travis. Reminds me of D. Brown for your line eye back in the day. Yeah, it's a high pass for Nokomis as they were trying to get it in. And so it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. McManaway gets a well-deserved break on that last timeout, and Eli came back in for him. Also, Michelino checks out, and Taylor comes back in. Ball loose on the floor, and it's taken away by Nokomis. Newman with the basketball in the front court. He goes by Davis, puts up the runner. It's off no good, but there's going to be a foul. And Nokomis is going to go to the free throw line here to just get on the scoreboard. Foul is on uh, Dylan Eden. That's his second team's team second. The team's third, excuse me. And uh, he's a little bit of foul trouble there. Newman's free throw, no good. And Nakoma still can't get on the board. And McManaway doesn't uh, leave the floor for very long. He's going to come back in. And Radel and Dylan Elam will take a seat. And I think Yarhouse came back on the floor with McManaway. Newman, free throw up and good. Finally, Nakomis is on the board. It's 14-1. to McManaway, high pass for Yarhouse, and it goes out of bounds. So, a couple of turnovers here for Altamont, giving it back to Nakomis. Yes, they are. They still do have the big lead, 14-1. And so it'll be a Jones. Trying to get it across half court. Started by McManaway. And Jones gets it across into the front court. They get over there onto the right side. That's Steele. And it's going to be a foul as Davis was trying to intercept the foul there. But a little bit too much contact there. And it's a foul on Altamont. Davis is first. Team's fourth. Minute four to go. It's 14 1 Altamont. And it comes one bound in front of Altamont's bench. As they'll get into it, Jones, now under a minute to go. Jones dribbled to his left, high post, and now for Taylor. He got back out to Newman, cross-court pass there in the corner. And it's going to be a, a three-pointer, in and out, no good, rebounded by Kata Miller. McManaway up the floor to Eli Miller, and he's looking to drive. He kicks it back out to McManaway. Over to Kata Miller, he's going to drive against four defenders. He gets it off to Davis, over to Eli. Up to McManaway up top. And it's going to be Davis here in the corner. Nearly poked away by Taylor, but they get it to McManaway. McManaway looks back at Coach Nieberge. Gets the play. Finds Kata Miller in the middle. He had it nearly taken away, and there's going to be a foul. A foul on Nekomis. And uh, with the new rules, uh, I just say this here, Kata Miller is going to be shooting free throws. Because no more one-and-one. One. Five team fouls. You're shooting two free throws. I did not know that. That's uh Good to know. And so the fouls are reset every quarter. And Miller's free throw is off. No good. That's Kata Miller. He'll get another one, though. And that foul went on Steele, and he's in serious foul trouble with three already in the opening quarter. And so he's going to have to sit, sit down, and Heim's going to have to come back in. Kata Miller's free throw is also no good. So over two there for Kaden and Newman. Comes away with the basketball. They get over to Himes on the left side. 
Now they get it over there to DeWerf. DeWerf. Now stolen away by Kata Miller. He's got five seconds to go. He's trying to go coast to coast, and he goes up with it, and he's going to be fouled. And they slide here into the tunnel just below us in the crow's nest. But it's going to be a foul on Nekomis, so Kata Miller will go back to the free throw line here to shoot two more. That was also Caden Miller's second steal of the game. Yeah, big guy running the running the floor after stealing. And Caden's free throw is up, and it's no good. So he's over three. And uh, fourteen to one, Altamont lead with one point five left. Caden Miller with a second free throw attempt. It goes on of the way, up, and that one's to the left. And rebounded by Taylor. Deep shot is off. No good. So, after one quarter of play, it's Altamont 14. Nakomis 1. And we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball on Jack FM. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It's 14-1, Altamont with a lead over Nokomis. Defense, the name of the game there in the opening quarter for the Indians. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. At times, Nokomis just had difficulty getting across half court. For sure, and that's a great defense by, by Altamont. Altamont will start off with a basketball. McMahon away, cross-court pass for Yardhouse here in the corner, and he picked it up. Looking for help, finds Eli Miller. He's triple teamed, and there's going to be a foul on Nakoma. That quarter break, Eli Monto came back into the game that time. Actually, it wasn't Eli Monto, it was Davis who came in. And they didn't put the number up on the scoreboard that foul was on, but. It went on Nakomis, their first foul of the quarter. And McManaway is trapped here, and he gets it off to Akita Miller over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse in the corner to McManaway. Eli, a little ball fake. It goes back out to McManaway in the corner for three. It was way off, and rebound goes to Newman. And it's going to be picked off by Yarhouse. Yarhouse slows things down for his teammates. Gives off to Davis for three. It's off. No good. Long rebound goes to Eli Miller. He'll fire a three. It's good. Three-pointer for Eli Miller. Six of the points for him. It's 17-1. 
as uh, that is the work. Giving up top two, Keller. Keller checked in on the quarter break as well. And uh, Deworth with it, gets it up top two. Taylor now over to Newman here on the right side. Newman goes uh, back over to Deworth. They try to get it down mode two at Keller. Right now, actually, Keller's up top. Now uh, they uh, swing things over. They get back to Deworth. Ball fake and step back jumper from mid-range is good. For Kennedy to work. First made field goal for Nakoma, 17-3. Keller nearly takes it away from behind, and they do. And a turnover there for Altamont. Himes the other way, picks up his dribble. Dangerous pass there, but completes it to Taylor. Now Newman over to a Keller. Keller trying to get free. It puts up the shot again. Tough defense, and it's going to be rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli gets it over to Yarhouse. Let the defender go by. I thought about a jumper, but passes off to McManaway. Over to Yarhouse, back to McManaway up top. McManaway to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse, back to McManaway. McManaway trying to get it in the middle to Kata Miller, and it's stolen. Dwarf the other way gets it knocked away momentarily, and Yarhouse is going to steal it right back. Actually, that's Davis. Davis the other way, layup, no, and McManaway with the follow, yes. Six for McManaway, it's 19-3. Keller the other way, almost got stolen away from behind. And they get it over there on the right side to Dwarf. Dwarf, a little high pass for Himes at the top, now over to Newman. And now Taylor with it up at the top. Now with Dwarf here on the right side. Back up top to Newman. Newman dribbles to his left, and he tries to go all the way, and it's going to be a foul, but it's going to be a shooting foul. So St. Newman will go back to the free throw line. Second trip of the night for him. Fouls on Alec Yarhouse, his first, his first of the quarter. And the Newman can't get that free throw to go. Subs coming in, and now Dylan Elam comes in. And Cade Melville. Melville first action here tonight. The 6'2 sophomore. Newman at the free throw line for a second attempt. Just like the previous trip, he's one for two. Made a second free throw as well. Nine to four, and Coach Neberg, he wants a timeout. And uh, we will take a 30-second break. And we'll be back here on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5-1055 Jack FM. Welcome back to Altamont Community High School. 9-4. to four. Here's score. 5.06 remaining in the second quarter. And it's time for Coach Niebergy taking the timeout. Yeah, it was. The team getting a little, uh, a, little, a little off track there, I think. And just wanted to, wanted to get it back. Uh, 
want to get them get them back back in the game a little bit. Uh, I mean, they are up they are up 15 points, 19 to four here, with 506 up to go in the second quarter. So uh, let's see if it works. Offense just kind of looks stagnant in the half quarter. That is uh, Coach Neighbor wants to talk about. I think so. It's going to be Eli getting it up and to Melville. Now back to Eli. Eli over to McManaway. They'll swing it over to Yard House. A little ball fake. Give it back to McManaway. Now Eli Miller. Eli gets it over to McManaway. The Yard House. Yard House going to fire a three. Yes. Three pointer for Alec. And it's 22 to 4. This is fourth point of the game. And Nick Keller had it knocked away by Ulam, and it stays right here with McComas. Alamont is doing a great job defensively. They're, they're throwing their arms arms out and up and scrapping after balls, and he didn't just knock, knock that one you know, right right back out of bounds. So they'll inbound it just to the left of Alamont's bench and just to the side of Coach Newbery as well. Now they go to Himes in the corner. Dwarf back to Himes. Now we do Newman back to Himes, and they're swinging things here on the perimeter. High cross-court pass for Newman over to Keller on the baseline. Jumper is good. Short little bunny for Keller, and it's 22 to 6. Actually, that was a Loman. McManaway is going to fire a three back. Iron, no good, and rebounded by Loman. And I'll get it over to Dwerf. Dwerf drives to his left. And he picked it up. Now back out to Loman. Loman and back over to Himes in between the circles. 3.30 to go here in the second quarter. It's knocked away by McManaway, but it'll stay right here at McComas. And Cannon Jonah Jones comes back in. Eli Miller will take a seat. And Caden Miller will return for the Indians. As Jones has the basketball. Jones gets it over there to Taylor High Post. And he fell down, but Jones still completes the pass on his back. And Altamont's going to get a call for the foul on the reach-in. So, that was a nice job there by Nicole was able to catch that pass there even falling down on the back. I guess it wasn't a reach-in. I guess it was just a tie-up. So it'll still be Nicole's basketball on the possession arrow. Uh, Newman blows a by the defender. No, and Melville's going to get the rebound, but it's going to be taken away by Nicole's. And another two there for Reese Loman. He's got four, and it's 22 to 8. And it's Elam with the basketball here at the top. Goes over to McManaway on the right wing. Trying to get position back over to Elam. Now over to McManaway. McManaway directing traffic. Get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse to Akita Miller. Now McManaway over to Elam. Elam goes. He's free. Layup is no good. Missed a lefty layup. And rebounded there by Taylor. As Taylor now has it in between the circles. Gives it off to Newman. Newman dribbling in. Yalek Yarhouse takes it away from him. Still loose, and it's going to be Kata Miller coming away with it. He's going to run the floor himself. Layup is good for Kata Miller. And it's 24 days. That's his fourth point of the game, Kaden Miller. It's the best offense 
Four out to Montanay. Knocked away by Elam. They were trying to give it to Loman, cutting to the basket. It's going to go out. Stays right here with Nick Oman. And uh, Himes will come back in for Nick Oman. And it's going to be inbound of there on the sidelines. They get it into Himes. Yeah, here at the volleyball line. Under two to go here in the second. They get over there into the corner to DeWerf. Knocked away by Eli Miller into the hands of Yarhow. Or that's Melville. And Eli gets it. Jumper is off. Rebounded by McManoway. Put it back. It's going to be blocked by Loman. But they're going to say a foul. So Aiden will go to the free throw line for two. It's going to get hit with Loman. First team, second of the quarter. McManaway will be at the line for the second time tonight and switches that home. McManaway's got seven so far. It's 25 to eight. Minute 44 to go in the second. And McManaway's the second free throw will be on the way up and it takes a bounce and through. Made them both there for McManaway. It's 26 to eight. Four for four tonight so far from the line is McManaway. And Newman has it into the front court for the Redskins. He gets it back, and it's not about a three, but they go down low to Taylor instead. Now it's in the opposite corner to DeWerf. It's off, no good, and there's a tie-up. And it's a jump ball, alternate possession arrow goes south tomorrow. Minute 26 to go here in the first half. Alamont's suffocating defense. The Comas just can't get anything going. Can't get anything going offensively, yeah. And McManaway breaks the press for Nokomis. High pass for Kaden Miller, and it's going to be a turnover back to Nokomis. I got that Alamont seventh turnover. Uh, I got Nokomis with 10 so far in his first half. Barcelona checks back in for the Redskins. Off the turnover, Loman has it. I'm going to try and still do some work here in the backcourt. Now they finally get it into the front court, Tipped away, and it's going to go into the backcourt, but it was tipped. Himes with it. Now over to Loman. Loman on the right side. It dribbles around a couple of defenders. Goes baseline, and he gets it off to uh, Himes. Mid-range jumper off. Rebounded by McManaway. 50 seconds to go in the half. McManaway over to Eli Miller. Eli over to ER House. ER House. Over to Melville. Now McManaway. McManaway. Cross-court pass to Eli Miller for three. In and out. No good. And rebounded by Nicolono. Time to bring it up. Under 30 to go in the first half. Newman down low to Loman. He gets free, and it's going to be a foul. I think they're going to say it's on the floor, though. They're going to say it was actually a travel. The violation on the Comet. Yeah, I was going to get the he ball signaled back. like it was a travel. Yeah, I didn't quite understand the call either. But, uh, it's out to my basketball. That's right. 20 seconds left. Melville gets it over to Eli Miller. He goes all the way in the middle and gets it taken away, stolen away. The work gives it off to a woman. Seven seconds. Down low. Heim gets one guy go by and actually lets him get up in the air and he's going to be fouled. It's Himes, so Himes is going to go to the free throw line for two here. Eight 
Aiden Fanway, that's his first, team second of the quarter. Maddox Heim will go to the line for the first time tonight. And a free throw up is good. His first point, 26-9. Jones. Jones comes back in for Nakomis. Actually, that's Jonas. Not Jones. Jonas. Himes, two for two there. That's 26-10. One second left. McMahon away. He is no good on the three-pointer. But after two quarters of play, it is Altamont 26 and Nakoma's 10. And we'll be back in a few moments for the halftime report. We'll get Dominic's first half statistics as well as first half analysis. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening now to Miami Basketball on Jack FN. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, You'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique 
and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School here at the half. It is Altamont leading 26-10 after two quarters of a play. The name of the game there in that opening half was Altamont's defense as McKillman. A better job there in that second quarter as they only had one point after one. And just the smothering defense that was the Altamont Indians. As they've just been all over the place, and McManaway's been all over the place as well, and it's just been impressive here at the very beginning, at the very start here for Altamont defensively, and uh, that's what has allowed them to cause some turnovers, to get some baskets in transition, and uh, to have a 26 to 10 lead here at halftime, Tom. Yeah, no, it has been. Uh... Like you said, suffocating defense, and that's what that's what's causing them to have a 16 point 16 point lead at halftime. And uh, maybe you, you would have told me coming in here tonight that if they would hold, you know, to come with one point in the first quarter. I would have, I would have thought you were crazy, you know. But uh, obviously they did, and we uh, yeah, had a suffocating defense. And Ed McMahon away so far the star star of the game uh, so far uh, here here tonight. He's played outstanding uh, offensively and defensively. I know they're kind of the second quarter they got to a into a defensive uh, deep or not deep. Their offense guy got stagnant there for a little while. Coach Seabury had to call a timeout and get him back on track. And I think he I think he did that. And uh, obviously they have a 16 16 point lead at the halftime. And anything you, anytime you have a 16 point lead on your opponent, no matter who it is, you got to feel got to feel pretty pretty good about yourself and uh obviously there's always always stuff to work on always things to get to get better at but uh nonetheless that's where we're at 26 10 here at the halftime is out of my least the comas let's go over some stats here real quick first of all for the comas uh st newman he's uh he's 0 for 4 from the field two for four from the future line with two points mason hines he's 0 for two from the field and he's two for two from the free throw line with two points. Uh, Kennedy Dwarf, he is a one for one from the field and 0 for two from the three point range with two points. Uh, Steele has played but has not scored. Jonas is uh, 0 for one from the field. Uh, Reese Lowen's a high scorer for the Comets. He's two for three from the field. And uh, Taylor for the Comets, he's 0 for three from the field and 0 for one from a three-point three range. For Alamont, uh, Alec Yarhouse is uh, one for three from the field and one for two, from, excuse me, uh, one, for, one for two from the uh, free throw line and uh, one for three from a three-point range with four points. Caden uh, uh, Davis is uh, 0 for one from the field and 0 for one from the three-point range. Eli Miller, one for three from the field, and one for two from the 
three-point line and one for one from the free throw line. And he's got six points. Dylan Elam is two for, two for three from the field. Oh, for one from the three-point line with uh, four points. Aiden McManaway, two for two from the field. Oh, for three from the three-point range. But he's four for four from the free-throw line with eight points. And Cade Miller is two for two from the field. And he's 0 for four from the free-throw line with uh, four points for the total of 26 for uh, for Altamont. So, uh, really... Pretty, pretty even, even scoring, you know. Um, excuse me for for Aldemont. I mean, Ed McVanway has has uh, eight points. No, nobody in double digits uh, so far for, for either team, which which is okay. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty even, even across the board. And just, we, we talked about the first half, and probably continue to talk about the rest of the game. Is Aldemont's suffocating defense, and like Travis mentioned there a couple times, the Bowens had trouble just getting the ball across. the you know, the half court line. You know, Alabama's just playing full full court full court press and uh, just outstanding outstanding defense. And uh, you know, that's the way. You know, coach Coach Ibrahim's uh, team GGR have have a great defense. I know last year they had a great defense. They also had a lot of a lot of great shooters and stuff. And I'm not saying they don't have great shooters this year, but uh, their defense is definitely standing out so far so far tonight here in this first game in the first half. Currently out to have it's 26 to 10 at halftime. Altamont with the lead, and we'll take another timeout here, and we'll be back in a minute or so as we continue on to the halftime report and the start of the second half. So we'll be back. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball. Jack of them. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in Altamont Community High School here at the half. It's 26 to 10. Altamont with the lead, and we're about ready to start the uh, second half here. Score from the endless center that I was looking out for tonight as FEM actually had the one-point lead after one quarter in that crosstown rivalry with the Hearts. But St. Anthony taking control in the second quarter. They're leading at 32-23 at the half against Effingham. And there's a ton of other uh, Thanksgiving tournaments going on from around the area. But uh, the Gomez actually already had a game under their belt. They already lost on a Tuesday, so they came into this one 0-1. Actually lost to Greenville on uh, that night, and they're currently here trailing at the half against Altamont. But the Gomez will start off with the basketball. And they'll start off going right to left on your radio dial here from our broadcast position. And Loman 
trying to get free there, and it's going to be a wild shot attempt off and rebounded by Altamont, but they'll immediately turn it over trying to get it up the floor. So an early turnover there for Altamont. And it's going to be Taylor for three. It's way off, and they're just going to let it bounce out of bounds and it'll go over to Altamont. Yeah, kind of a little bit of a bizarre start here to the uh, second half. Uh, Alabama still has lead, nonetheless. Elam, get over to McManaway. It's Elam, Dylan Elam, that is. He goes all the way to the rim and can't get the layup to fall. And it's rebounded there by Taylor. Quickly up the floor, that's Loman, and his uh, layup is good. His sixth point is 26 to 12. On the floor for Altamont, McManaway, Eli Miller, Tatum Miller, e- Dylan Elam, and Alec Yarhouse on the floor. As it's McManaway with the basketball here. Eli Miller with it on the left side. And now over to McManaway at the top. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for three is good for Alec. His second made three. And it's 29 to 12. Gives him seven points on the night for Alec Yarhouse. And are you surprised that Yarhouse is good for three? No, I'm not. Two I'm older not. brothers were great scorers as well. And a Newman. Goes around the defense, leaves it off for Taylor, left the layup way short, and rebounded by Alex. And McManaway up with it, hands off to Elam. And McManaway has it here at the volleyball line. And McManaway over to Eli Miller here on the left side. They try to go down low to Elam, and it's ping-ponged around, and it's going to be taken away by Nakoman. Into the hands of Lumen. Alamont's second turnover of the half so far. Loman with the basketball, and McManaway with a turnover of their own and a steal. McManaway, layup is no good, and the battle for the ball is still loose, and Kata Miller comes away with it. He throws it towards the basket, it's off, and it goes right into his hands again. Turns around, goes to the rim, layup good. After all that, Kata Miller finishes the layup, and he gets the end one opportunity. He'll go to the line here for the three-point play. They get 31-12 off the mark. Chaotic action there, bud. Sure was. That foul's on uh, Drake Drake Taylor for Thomas. And Miller's free throw is off. No good. And it's going to be quickly up the floor for Nakomis. That's Loman. He's tied up. And it's going to be alternate possession arrow. We'll give it to Altamont. Nakomis coming out here in the third quarter, really trying to go fast to try to break that. Altamont pressure. Yes, they are. They are trying to uh, get past that suffocating defense. Nakomis will apply some full-court pressure, but Altamont breaks it. That's Elam here at the Indian logo. He goes around the defense, finds Yarhouse, is open for three again, and it's good. Second three of four, Alec Yarhouse in this half, and it's 34-12, to 12, and Coach work wants a timeout. So great start for Altamont to start off the second half. 34 to 12, and we'll take a break. You're listening to Mining and Basketball on Jack of It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back to Altamont Community High School. Altamont coming out here and going on a little bit of a run here in the third quarter. They extend their lead out. It's 34 to 12. Yeah, but by, by 22, Altamont just get, get, get things in the, uh, the third, third yard house. Play for uh, for Altamont, Alec Yardhouse, uh, three three for four or three for five tonight. She needs three point range. He's got ten points, and he's got two in this third quarter alone. Nakomis to get it across half court, and they break the press by Altamont. And now it's the Worth having it up top. Now over to a Newman, Newman to Worth, Loman, Taylor, and Himes on the floor for Nakomis. Dangerous pass there, complete to Loman. Turnaround jumper is off. And rebounded by Kata Miller. McManaway trying to push the pace. Gets it up to Eli. Eli Miller over to Kata Miller. Thought about a three, but he goes around the D on the pump fake. Layup is good with a runner for Kata Miller. His ninth point is 36-12. High pass, nearly picked off. And somehow Nakomis completes it. Throws it wildly to Loman. He can't save it from going out. And the turnover back to Altamont. Nakomis' uh, second, second turnover of the half. Twelve overall. Elmont has two turnovers and a half, and I've got them for uh, ten turnovers so far in this game. And Altamont will take over already with a thirty-six to twelve lead, and they're looking for more. Eli gets it across half court over to Yar House. Back to Eli. Back to Yar House. Tries another three. This time from the right corner, it's good. Third three in the third quarter for Alex, and it's thirty-nine to twelve. Somebody called the fire department. That man's on fire. He's three. Point yes. And it times up to a Taylor. And they'll get it back up top. That's the Werf. Actually, that was Jones who checked in. He snuck in on me. Now they get it to the Werf. Now over to Taylor. Back to Jonas. Jonas goes to Heim. Heinis back out to Loman. Loman at the top of the circle trying to work on Elam. And it's back over to Taylor. Taylor. With it, nearly stolen away, but Jonas gets it over to Dwarf here on the right side. And Dwarf trying to go around Eli Miller. Now they get back up top to Heim. Heim trying to dribble around McMahon away, and it nearly stolen away. Heim off to Jonas. Jonas in between the circles. As the Tribal Council getting into it, and the bench as well. Plotting the defensive effort, and it's Himes' wild shot, and it's going to go off of Eli Miller. I going to say right here with McComas. That was great. Another great defense set there for, for Altamont. It caused a uh, wild shot by uh, Mason Himes for McComas. They still have the ball here with 312 left to go. Radel, Davis, and Millville come in for the Indians. But about three minutes to go here in the third. And a high pass picked off by Eli Miller, and he's going to be fouled by Nakomis. 
as they, that Taylor knew it as soon as he did it. And that'll be a second foul on him. And uh, Elam gets it in. And they get it back to him as Elam gets it over to Millville. Millville now spins around. Cross-court pass to Eli Miller. It's complete and over in the corner to Davis. He'll fire a three. It's good. KD for three. And it's 45 to 12. Largest raining, lead of the night. Raining threes here inside the gym tonight. In now it's starting to get going from a beyond the arc. Yes, they are. As it times with it up top. Now over to Newman. Newman getting a screen there from Taylor. They can't find him on the pick and roll. Now Himes fires a three-pointer. It's off and rebounded by Dylan Elam. Elam tiptoeing the sidelines there. Goes all the way. Extra pass to Davis. Pump fake. Extra pass to Eli Miller for three. Left it short, but he gets his own miss. Mid-range jumper in and out. No good. And the ball goes to Nekomis. It's Loman pulling down that rebound. Newman the other way. Hop step in the lane. Layup is off. And they're going to be a foul on Altamont. So... St. Newman will go to the free throw line here to shoot two. St. Newman, he's uh, two for four from the free throw line so far tonight, but he uh, didn't get to anything from the field. He's 0 for five from, from the field and 0 for one from the three-point range. Eli Miller will pick up the foul, and that's the first team foul on him and the first foul of the quarter. Subs coming in. Elon will come uh, check out, and McManaway will come in. Brady Steele will check in. He's kind of sparingly tonight because he's in foul trouble with three fouls. Yep, that's correct. And the Newman's a free throw up and good. So two for two there for St. Newman. And it's 42 to 14, under two to go in the third. Eli Miller with the ball, trying to get position over to Melville. Melville gives it back to Eli Miller in the right corner. Now over to McManaway. Finds Davis. Davis thought about a three, but doesn't pull the trigger. Hands off to McManaway. He'll drive to the hole, and he'll fall down, and there's going to be a foul on, or actually, they're going to call it travel. The official hesitated right there, and so it'll be a turnover to Nakomis. Alamont's third turnover of the half. Minute 35 to go here in the third. St. Newman with the ball. Four goes the screen from Himes, and Newman picks up his dribble. He needs help, and it's going to be nearly stolen away by McManaway, and it's finally stolen away by Davis. Still loose, and Nakomis comes away with it again. Newman all the way, no good, and Millville there will step here on the line, or is there going to be a foul? There's going to be a foul, actually. A foul on Nakomis. And it's Steele. It's four. Wow. Also, a sub uh, came back in. That was Kata Miller came back in. Uh, it's Millville with the ball. Nearly gets away with a travel and gets it to Radel. Radel strong move to the whole extra pass to Kata Miller. Layup is good. And uh, there's been a collision there with a uh, defender for Nicomas and Radel. But uh, they get up. So 44 to 14, under a minute to go. The worst three is no good. And rebounded by McManway. Up to Kata Miller. Kata Miller, crossover move. Layup is short. And rebounded by Nick Oman. 
Cade Miller's first first miss from the field. He's uh, five for six. As that's going to be Steele. Steele getting over to Newman. Newman, baseline, pass to DeWerf. DeWerf gets free after shakes off Davis, and DeWerf gets the basket to go. And it's 44 to 16, 17 seconds left in the third. McManaway picked up his dribble in a little bit of trouble. Gives it off to Kata Miller. Over to Melville. He's going to fire a three. In and out. No good. Rebounded by Lohman. Five seconds left. Lohman gets it across half court. Eyes the clock. Puts up the three. It's good. Three-pointer there for Reese Lohman. At the buzzer. And it's 44 to 19. Your score after three quarters. And we'll be back for the fourth quarter in one minute. You're listening to My Name's Basketball on Jack Evans. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what. It looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School. Start of the fourth quarter. Tribal Council jumping around on their feet. And Altamont leading 44 to 19. As lots to cheer for here tonight for the Tribal Council. As the Indians have had a great first night here. As it's Ned Comis with the ball to work. Gets it over to a Loman, who just made that three to close out the quarter. Himes, a little head fake, and he gets it back off to Newman. Newman trying to get free. He's over to DeWerf. He'll drive baseline. Had it knocked away by Davis. And in the hands of Kata Miller. Thomas' his third turnover of the half. Elamo bring it across half court. Gets it off to McManaway at the volleyball line. McManaway directing traffic. Actually at D-line. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse extra pass for Davis for three. Off, no good. And it's going to be a a foul on Altamont trying to tip it out on the rebound. And the coach to work is going to call a quick timeout here with less than a minute gone in the fourth quarter. So uh, he's uh, got all full timeouts, but we'll step away for a 30. And uh, we'll be right back here with the Altamont. That's fun, Jack. Is it? You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back. Altamont Community High School, 44-19. Their score and a coach to work. All another timeout there and early timeout in the fourth quarter as well. with the Redskins we've talked about here. As that also sets, like, gets Altamont set up in their full-court pressure defense. And Newman gets it across, being guarded closely there by Yarhouse all the way up the floor. Now Himes has it. Himes gets it over to DeWerf. DeWerf with the ball here on the right side, trying to do something with it, dribbles and picks it up, gets it off to Newman up top now. McComas trying to work some offense here. As Newman drives baseline, kicks it back out to DeWerf. Shot for three is good for Kennedy DeWerf. And makes it 44-22. to That's DeWerf's seventh point of the game. Yarhouse gives it off to Eli Miller. Miller over in the corner to Davis for three. It's short and rebounded by Loman. Loman brings it up himself. Gives it off to DeWerf. DeWerf here on the right side. Working against Davis. Nearly poked away by Davis. And got a foul on Caden. So KD will pick up a foul there. Second one on KD. Caden Miller and Davis will take a seat. McManaway and Raid will come in. So Nicomas will inbound there on the sidelines. That's DeWerf right in front of the black seat. Now we get it over to DeWerf, or Himes, now back to DeWerf. And Coach DeWerf, not happy whatsoever. Uh, he's going to take another timeout here with their deep offensive set. So we'll take another 30-second timeout. So we're right back. You're listening to Indians basketball on Jack FN. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back. 44-22. As McComas takes another timeout, they'll carry over to the next game. So Coach Dwarf is going to get his money's worth with these TOs. Might as well. And they're not happy with the way that the Redskins are running their offense. So trying to make some adjustments on the fly. And Newman has it here at the volleyball line. And it is going to be a pass here on the perimeter. Still out here for Newman. Newman picks it up. Cross for a pass to Himes. Himes now to a Loman. Loman getting it to Newman over in the corner to DeWerf. DeWerf will drive and now back it back out to the three-point line. Newman with it. Giving it over in the corner to DeWerf. DeWerf cross-court pass. Himes cutting to the rim. And he's going to get McMahon away up in the air. Can't get the shot to go, but Himes will go to the free throw line for two. 
Maddox Himes will go to the line for the second time tonight. That's Fanway's second. Team's uh, third of the quarter. Free throw up is off. Still 44-22, 5-17 remaining in the game. Altamont with a comfortable cushion. And Jonas is going to check in for Himes if Himes makes this free throw. And Himes gets it up, and Jonas will have to wait. He missed the free throw. Over two for Himes, and it was rebounded by Elam. Still an Elam, that is. McManoway trapped in the double team right away as soon as he got it across. Finds Elam. Elam gets it back to McManoway. McManoway with a little head fake with a dribble over two yards here on the right side. Yarhouse trying to get free. Gives it back to McManaway. McManaway back to Yarhouse. Trying to get it in the post, but it was denied. So more perimeter passing here. McManaway has it up at the top of the key. Now over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse back to McManaway. McManaway back to Alec. Alec trying to get some space. Dumps it off to Elam, and they're trying to find Eli Miller. They somehow get it to him. And back out to McManaway over to Elam. Elam fires a three off. And a long rebound. It goes to DeWer. And it'll be Himes getting across. Guarded by McManaway. Himes picked up his dribble. And it's going to be blocked from behind by McManaway. And it goes out of bounds. It'll stay right here with McComas, though. McManaway's just doing it, doing doing it all. all. He's stealing. He's scrapping. He's blocking. Jack of all trades, you know. And it'll be uh, Millville coming back in, and Eli will take a seat. And McManaway, the season kind of came up a little short last season with an injury, ended a little early, but now obviously back healthy this year for basketball. Also a baseball player as well, and a lot of these players out here are. Uh, it's going to be a Newman having it here on the left side. Newman picked up his dribble, cross-court pass, high pass for Loman, but it's easy when you're 6'6". Loman dribbling it here on the perimeter here. Elam trying to stay with him, and it's a mid-range jumper. Had just enough base, rebounded by Radel, and that's going to be a travel. It's way too many steps there. So it'll be back to Nokomis. Steele will come back in for Nokomis. Sub in for Taylor and Steele has four fouls and the 337 remaining to play the rest of the way. And it's going to be Newman over to Jonas. Now to work in the corner for three. Good. Three ball corner pocket for Kennedy to work. His second three of the quarter. He's in double digits with 10. Yeah, 44-25 now. 330 or 320 to go. Millville over in the corner of the Yarhouse. Yarhouse another three. Airballed it. And rebounded by Newman. Newman getting over to DeWerf. Now down low to Loman. Trying to work against Elam. Puts it up. Short little hook. It's off and rebounded by McManaway. McManaway the other way over in the corner to Yarhouse here on the left side. And they are going to get a foul. And that should be number five on Steele. And it is. So Steele will foul out. No points tonight. And Altamont will just inbound it there on the sidelines. And also Kata Miller checks 
back in on that uh, dead ball. McMahon away, directs a little bit of traffic, has that the volleyball line. Now gets it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse spins, finds Radel, baseline, trying to back down his man, gets it over to Caden Miller. Now McMahon away, over the corner to Millville for three. Back iron, no good, but it's going to be rebounded by McMahon away. And McMahon away, maybe dribbling a double team, finds Millville, finds Caden Miller on the entry pass, and no shot as Caden Miller is going to travel. And so it'll be a turnover back to Nokomis. Fourth, fourth turnover to half for Alamont. Uh, 12th, 12th overall for the game. And McManaway will take a seat, and Caden Davis will come in, and it's 2.23 remaining in the game. Still big lead on the scoreboard, though. 44-25, Altamont the advantage. As Jonas takes a step, and he's across the timeline. Jonas gets it over to uh, Dwarf. Dwarf now over to Taylor. Now to Newman here on the right wing. Finds Jonas up top. Swinging over to a Dwarf. Dwarf will drive. Picks it up and stolen away by Millville. Return over there for the Redskins and Millville will bring it up with under two to go in the final quarter. Yarhouse gets it to Radel. Radel drives baseline. He's double teams. They have to kick it back out and uh, it's going to go out of bounds trying to hit Yarhouse. It'll be a turnover back to Nick Omens. Another sub coming in. Alec Yarhouse will check out. Those four threes in the game. And we'll see Zach Meyer checking in for the Indians' first appearance tonight. Four threes and 13 points for Alec Yarhouse on the night. Davis, Meyer, Radel, Kata Miller, and Millville out there for the Indians. You got a minute, 30 to go in the game. Jonas, high pass, tipped, but right in the hands of the work. Now they get up top to a woman, and now Newman with it. Dumps it down low to Taylor, and it's knocked away from behind by Radel, and it's going to be Millville come away with it. Gets it up to Davis. Davis layup, good for Caden Davis. He's got five, 46-25. Altamont with a minute to go. Jonas gets it across the timeline. Under a minute now. Trying to cross over Davis. Gives it over to DeWerf. DeWerf splits the defense. The layup is good for DeWerf. And uh, they're going to get Davis and Kata Miller out. And Radel off a checkout as well. Subs, Cooper Powell's coming in. As well as there was another set as Trent Hedrick comes in as well. And is that Alex Walker with the ball? Yeah, it was. So I think we got them all. It's going to be a shot for a three in the corner. It was no good by Meyer and rebounded there by Loman. 30 seconds to go. Loman hops up in the lane, puts it up. No, tipped around, and the ball goes out to DeWerf. Dwarf over to Loman, in and out of his hands, and he has to track it down in the half-court line. And it's Loman with the basketball. 13 seconds left. Hands off to Newman. Newman spins around. Out to Dwarf. Shot for three. Short. And loose ball will find the hands of Dwarf. One second left. Newman can't get the shot off, and that'll do it. 
Altamont opens up the season. A 46-27 winner over Nokomis. Smothering defense was just too much for Nokomis in this matchup, this rematch of the Nokomis Regional Championship. And the Nokomis already with two games under their belt now. Well dropped to 0-2, and Altamont wins the first game, so they're 1-0 on of the season. Final score, again, 46-27. We'll be back to break this one all down with Dominic's post-game stats, as well as we'll catch up with Coach Nibri here in the post-game as well. So 46-27, Altamont a winner over to Comis. And we'll be back with the post-game in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont and his basketball on Jack FN. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. 
Welcome back. Final score here tonight at Altamont Community High School. Altamont with the opening of night win. Impressive fashion on the defensive end. 46-27 to 27 was your final score over Nick Homis. As Altamont led 14-1 after the opening quarter. Talked about Nick Homis. I mean, just difficult to even getting across half court at that point. And they did outscore the Indians 8-2 to two in the final quarter. And it might be a little point of emphasis in practice the next time these guys get together. But uh, everything can't be perfect. you got to find uh, some things you always have to work on. And it's definitely one of the things that I'm sure will be a, a point of emphasis. But uh, all in all, a good win to uh, start off the season. And, uh, you know, Altamont, I feel like on the outside, people saw all the seven seniors that Altamont graduated and maybe – Counting out this team a little bit, but I think tonight with the performance, I mean, I got to jump off the page to anyone in the final, but uh, I think this uh, team is uh, setting up to be pretty good after a night number one uh, here. So, uh, Altamont's not going to go away too quietly into the night, folks. So, uh, after that historic season they had last year and regional championship. And that epic four-overtime game against Tuscola in the sectional championship. I still have people coming up to me talking about that sectional game right here. And Altamont also defense of the NTC championship, both regular season and back-to-back tournament championships as well. And I see Coach Niebuhr making his way over to the broadcast position here. Being a stop by some uh, former players uh, there. I believe that. Uh, a couple of those are Jared Hamer and Avery Arhouse, it looks like. Uh, they're talking to a coach after this one, and he'll make his way up here, and he'll join us in the uh, post game, and then uh, we'll chat with him, and then we'll turn things over to Dominic for his uh, stats upcoming. And so we'll have... Uh, Coach Nimari, get over here to the broadcast position and climb over the railing. And, uh, Coach, welcome in. Welcome back. And welcome back indeed. And it's always a good start when you can start out with a win. And an impressive one here tonight. So, uh, 46-27. Yeah, there was, the there was some really good stretches and there were some really poor stretches. Um, uh, you know, you think about it, these – Besides Dylan, maybe these guys haven't played a full varsity game ever. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty jacked up to start. The defensive, you can see it in the defensive intensity, but the offensive was kind of, you know, we got some easy baskets early uh, in transition uh, from from our defense. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to work on. So and they're just, Nokomis, it's, it's a goofy way to start. I don't think I've ever starting started a year against a primarily zone team. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of different. Um and they play it well. They were missing a couple kids um, from last year's team. Yeah. Um, they were injured, so they'll be better by the end of the year. But we we established ourselves on the defensive end, I think. Yeah, and that's where I was just going to mention the impressive uh, opening quarter there, holding them to just one point uh, there. And, you know, defense is uh, always seems to be the name of the game, uh, but really impressive on that side of the basketball here to uh, start off night number one. Yeah, we we got some length again. Um, Aiden Aiden McManaway can really cause some havoc on the ball handler, um, and you know we saw what Eli can do at the end of the year last year on the ball yeah. handler. So 
we got guys that can pressure you in without fouling, and if we can't, if we don't foul. Um, and then you got length on the back end too with Dylan and Caden Miller and uh, and, and uh, Ben Ray a little bit. So mm-hmm. if you can pressure and use your length, and then you know you got some rim protectors on the back. So you know it, it, uh, even holding a good team to no field goals in a in a, in a quarter is kind of impressive. And then the guys are ready to go from the get go. And like you mentioned, though, uh, offensively, it's only a game number one. But you can tell that the uh, JV squad was impressive last year. But, uh, you know, it's kind of different when you play a varsity action. The speed's a little different. So it might take a minute for the guys to adjust uh, to that. Yeah, I think I think the, there was an adjustment period for, you know, Caden Davis didn't, didn't play varsity last year. He was yeah. he was speeding up. Alec Yarhouse, same same thing. Um, even even Caden Miller sped up a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know, when when your shots aren't falling, you got to give up some defense. And I thought the guys did that well. Um, but you know, we, we didn't shoot the ball the greatest. But I think that this team's got a good. It, 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 they can shoot the basketball when we're in rhythm. Um, you know, we just didn't. We didn't offensively do what we can. You know, in those in the second quarter there, the last four minutes was was a bad stretch. And uh, yeah, he's got through it though, and held him down on the defensive end. And it was also a tough matchup. I know that, like you mentioned, they had a couple of the kids missing, but a uh, difficult matchup to uh, start off the first game of the year as well against Nakomis this year. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a story program. I mean, that's a Illinois high school, small small school. And we know the battles that, that we had yeah, last year. They, they're, they're always good. That worried us going into this game. We didn't know what was going to happen. Um, it was you know, it was kind of ugly a little bit, but Nakomis, they'll be better by the end of the year. Uh, the Strouder kid and uh, the Keller kid that played a lot for him last year. The Keller was played. He played. He was starting as a freshman a couple of years ago. So you know he, he was he's a big deal to them. So they'll be better by the end of the year, which probably going to be in our sectionals again. You know, some, uh, somewhere along the line maybe. And uh, that's uh, hopefully uh, far away. Here yeah, yeah, it's a long way. The away. beginning and we're only here in November uh, here, bud. Uh, you know, this is the first time that we've uh, caught up with you here this year uh, for this year's team. So. Uh, you know, I know that we've set the standard pretty high with the way last season uh, went and how successful it is to try to repeat that uh, process. But kind of what were the expectations really coming in uh, to uh, this season after, you know, graduating a quite an impressive senior class. Yeah. Also bringing back a lot of people from the JV level that was successful. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, the, that last year class is obviously special. Um, but this group had to go against them every day in practice yeah uh, they went you know 18 i think 18 and one in varsity in, in jv last year mm-hmm. the only loss was morton the very first game um kind of impressive you know these yeah. we're gonna we're gonna surprise some people what we bring back this group you know since they were junior high they were they were good they they, they had some talent uh we're not as deep obviously kind of hard to go 11 deep like we did last year but sure you know Dylan, Dylan got a lot of experience last year. Caden Miller and Eli at the end last year. Um, you know, Caden Miller, people are going to look at him this year and wonder why I didn't play him probably, you know, more last year. But we were just, you know, that deep. Yeah. Um, so our expectations are always, you know, we want NTC, we want a chance at the NTC regular season and, 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 and the championship, the, comp, uh, the tournament, mm-hmm. and then a regional title. That's, you know, that's kind of always what we what we shoot for every year. And you know, like you were mentioning in there, uh, a couple of uh, highlights was the McManaway just uh, all over the floor uh, tonight, causing havoc on the defensive end, on the offensive end uh, as well. And uh, Yarhouse also, uh, Alec making those uh, threes in the third quarter uh, as well, kind of got the offense going uh, 
at least in the third quarter, uh, at least. Yeah, that, Alec can shoot it. Uh, he's really worked on his game this year. Um, you know, he's not just a spot shooter. He can finish among the trees. Um, he's got some. He's got some uh, moves where he can hold the ball, you know, away from the bigger, bigger player. Uh, he really worked hard on his game offensively. So he's going to be a. You know, he's that third yard house that I've had uh, through yeah. the years. So he's, he doesn't want to disappoint his brothers and his, you know, his family. So he he really worked out hard this year. And then, you know, Caden Davis can shoot it when he's open. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's going to be a. He's going to be. He's going to be a threat when he's out there. They're going to have to know where he's at. Um, you know, if he just limits his turnovers, he's going to he's going to help us a lot. Uh, and the rest of them can shoot it too. Uh, Aiden, Aiden McManaway can shoot when he needs to also. Yeah, and uh, so a successful first night here, and then uh, we'll uh, be going to a Cumberland on a Tuesday matchup with the Pirates. You know, they're playing in their turkey tournament uh, right now, going for the seventh place game uh, tomorrow, uh, but. Uh, we got to uh, go on the road, a uh, second game of the season, to uh, the annual trip to Cumberland against yeah. the Pirates. I know Coach Rader will have him ready to go. Like, I mean, I know he, he's he's now the Mountain native, so he's, yep. you know, he, he, he probably likes, you know, when we play against each other, and, uh, you know, he's kind of up, uh, they might be up for the game. So, um, I know they lost some talent last year, but they're going to they're gonna play hard. Hey, Coach Rader always has them playing hard, so we got to be ready to go. You know, you can never take anybody lightly. Uh, no. You got to respect you got to. You can't fear him, but you got to respect every team, every, every, every opponent. All right, Coach. Well, a successful Appreciate first it. night here, and uh, it's great to be back here and uh, talking to you again. Right. And we'll see you on Tuesday. And we appreciate uh, Coach Niebuhr for coming up and uh, joining us here after the game and the win of 46-27 to final score. And we'll get uh, Dominic back on the headsets here, and we'll go through some uh, stats, and then we'll, uh, we'll get out of here. All right, first of all, for the Comas, so they lose here tonight to Idlemont, 46-27. to St. Newman, he was uh, 0 for 6 from the field, 0 for 1 from the three-point range. But he had four points. He was 4 of 6 from the free-throw line. Uh, Mason Himes, he was, uh, he was 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 1 from the three-point line, but he was 2 for 4 from the free-throw free throw line for two points. Uh, Key Dwarf was the leading scorer. Four in a comas. He was three for three from the field, and he was two for six from the three-point line. And uh, he had 12 points. Uh, Jonas, he was 0 for 1 from the field. Uh, Reese Lowen, he was three for nine from the field, one for one from the three-point range. And he uh, grabbed five rebounds as well. He had uh, uh, nine points. Drake Taylor was 0 for three from the field and 0 for three. Or, excuse me, 0 for 2 from three-point range. He had, like I said, nine points for a total of uh, 27. For Aldemont, uh, Alec Yarhouse, 13 points. He uh, didn't didn't take anything from the field, but he was uh, 4 for 7 from three-point range with 12 points there and 1 for 2 from the free-throw line for his 13 points. Caden Davis was 1 for 2 from the field and 1 for 4 from three-point range for uh, five points. Eli Eli Miller was one for four from from the field and one for three from three point range for his uh, six points. And he was also one for one from the free throw line with six points. Dylan Elam he was two for four from the field and zero for two from three point range with four points. Uh, Cade Melville he was zero for two from three point range. Aiden McManaway just had a heck of a game. All the way around, two for three from the field, 0 for three from three-point range. 
he did grab six rebounds. He was four for four from the free throw line with uh, with eight points, had two steals in a block. Uh, Zach Meyer, uh, late in the game there, attempted three. He was 0 for 1. Caden Miller, another guy with uh, with a great game. He was 5 for 6 from the field. And uh, he was he was 0 for 5 from the free throw line. But he did have 10 points for a total, uh, total of uh, 46. Side Albemont had uh, 13 turnovers. And Nicomas had 15 turnovers. So turnover battle pretty 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 even pretty close um this is just a great game overall by Baltimore defensively and just uh uh yeah like you said Travis a lot of people including me you know I was I was just wondering you know what what's the Baltimore team going to be after you know seven seniors uh, you know graduated and uh but you know like I said earlier in the broadcast you know the JV team which most of these guys played all year last year only had only had one loss, so I uh, I say Albemont's, uh Even though they lost seven seniors, I you know maybe a different, maybe a little bit different style. You know we don't. I know Alec Yarhaus is out there shooting threes just like his brother Avery was. You know uh, last year, but uh, they they definitely they definitely come to come to play and uh, can get can definitely get the definitely get the job done. So I I think they'll be uh, one of the top uh, top teams in the in NTC. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to be at the top, but they'll, they're definitely going to be the, the, the top three, So, in my opinion. so Yeah, Altamont's demise might be greatly exaggerated. Uh, the 46-27 in your final, and Altamont with quarters of 14-12, 18-2 for their 46, and Nakomis with 1-9-9-8 for their 27. So that'll do it for us here on opening night, and that'll do it for us on a... Uh, jam-packed day here on a Jack FM. The uh, ladies were victorious at the Bob Curd Tournament, 76-34 over Flora. And Altamont boys victorious on opening night here against Nokomis. Altamont boys back in action on Tuesday at Cumberland. We'll have coverage for you here on Jack FM. And the Lady Indians will be back in action in Dietrich on a Monday. And we'll also have coverage for you as well. And we're not done on our family of networks on a Saturday. That's tomorrow, 1.30 pre- or 1.30 will be the seventh-place game between the Cumberland and Ocot Valley there at the Cumberland Turkey Tournament. So uh, tune into that one over on CRA, and we'll see you again and talk to you again on Monday. For Dominic, this has been a Travis Sparks. Shout-out to Derek Warren for helping us get on and off the air tonight. And a shout-out as well to uh, Altamont for the uh, stream, working that as well and helping out with that. So uh, that will do it here for us tonight. It's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. And we'll be back, and we'll talk to you on Monday. And uh, thanks for joining us here, and have a great rest of your night, and have a great weekend, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.